Hello, people of Earth and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners. Welcome to this week's news and flashback fun. I'm actually (gasps) changing the order of my typical routine as I will be doing the birthdays a little bit later on. I've got some great news and a great duo of flashback fun animated films. But let me get the sad news out of the way. It was the end of an era yesterday as Arthur, his sister D.W., Mr. Ratburn, Buster, and the rest of the Arthur cast said their final farewells. <laughs> TVLine.com reported yesterday, whether you've been a faithful Arthur devotee since 1996, a casual purveyor of this fan's twisted memes, or didn't even realize the show was still airing until you heard about Mr. Ratburn's gay rat wedding a few years ago, we can all agree that this marks the end of an era. The show's final segment, appropriately titled All Grown Up, offered a glimpse of what the future holds for Arthur the Aardvark, Buster the Bunny, and, you know, whatever everyone else's. Thanks to an instructional drawing book he wasn't even supposed to get from the library, Arthur grows up to be a graphic novelist. The episode ends with Arthur, who's rocking some very 20 years later facial hair, reading the first chapter of his first book to his old friends. And wouldn't you know, his book series is literally just Arthur all over again. Buster's working as a teacher. D.W. is a police officer. Muffy is running for mayor of Elwood, and with no sugar bowl owner, George, eager to see her defeat Mayor Hirsch. Francine, whose new haircut deserves its own spinoff, is happily working for a company that makes sneakers. Of course, this isn't the last we'll see of Mark Brown's anthropomorphic animal creations. PBS is already developing multiple digital extensions of the popular kids franchise, including games, a podcast, and educational video shows. Speaking of airs coming to an end... I'm sorry, Halloween fans, but the end is right around the corner. Coming soon down that revealed today, Golden Globe winner Jamie Lee Turk- Curtis took to Instagram to share a few behind-the-scenes photos from the set of Halloween Ends, confirming that she has officially completed filming her final scenes as the iconic Laurie Strode. The anticipated film is slated to debut in theaters on October 14, 2022. Curtis went on to reflect on her bittersweet end with a long-running franchise, while also expressing her gratitude toward the friends who supported her, the crew, and the entire cast of Blumhouse's Halloween trilogy. Described as a more contained movie, Halloween Ends will once again be directed by David Gordon Green. Said in 2022, the story will be expected is expected to feature a four-year time jump after the events of the first two films. Green previously revealed that the three quill will most likely include some real-world events such as the pandemic. On a more serious, sad note, TheRap.com announced with a heavy heart Monday, Night Birdie, who is a fan favorite on season 16 of America's Got Talent, has died after a cancer battle. She was 31. We were sad to learn about at underscore Nightbirds, Nightbirds passing, host Terry Cruz shared on Instagram Monday. Our condolences 
go out to our closest family and friends in such of this difficult time. We love you, Night Birdie. The singer, whose legal name was Jane Markzukowski, died Sunday, according to TMZ. Night Birdie went viral for scoring a golden buzzer from Judge Simon Cowell. She quickly became beloved by fans as she shared her journey of battling cancer. I have a two percent chance of, I have a two percent chance of survival, but two percent is not zero percent," she said during her audition. Two percent is something, and I wish people knew how amazing it is. However, she was forced to drop out of the competition in August due to her health, saying at the time on Instagram since her audition. My health is taking a turn for the worse, and the fight with cancer is demanding all of my energy and attention. That same week, Night Birdie appeared on Cuomo Prime Time to go a little more in depth, saying, My liver right now is mostly cancer. More cancer than liver in there right now. In November, she shared a more positive update with Chris Cuomo. You know what? I wish we would get a faster miracle, she admitted. But it's happening slow, little by little, day by day. I'm getting a little better. I did get a scan result back, and a bunch of stuff that was there has now disappeared. And a bunch of the really big stuff has gone down in size. So we're on our way. That said, Night Birdie also made sure to point out that it has been an incredibly, that it has been an overwhelming journey so far, particularly because it played out so publicly. It's a lot to process. The highs and the lo- the highest highs and the lowest lows of my life all happening at the same time, she said. And all of this playing out in front of millions of people is really, it's a lot to carry. But it's also such an honor because the whole world is carrying their own weight and we get to learn how to do this together. So sad. In happier news, Mandy Moore's son, August Gus Goldsmith, turned one. E! Online stated Sunday that This Is Us actress 37 took to Instagram on Sunday, Feb 20th to commemorate her first child's special day by posting an adorable tri- video tribute filled with some of the toddler's cutest moments thus far. Set to the tune of Randy Newman's Memo to My Son, the montage sees Gus wearing a pair of sunglasses and trying to play the piano with his musician dad, Taylor Goldsmith. It also features an image of Mandy breastfeeding the toddler while still sporting her TV character's Rebecca's aged-up makeup look. Gus, being your mom is a gift beyond my comprehension, a love so fierce and mighty that I know I will never touch the depths of. The actress perhaps in her post. Happy birthday to our ever-joyful and curious boy. You turn on all the lights, Goosey. She also added the hashtag, hashtag this is Gus. Gus has a fellow birthday twin, football player Patrick Mahomes, adorable daughter Sky Sterling Sky Mahomes. The website also announced that day the Kansas City Chiefs quarterback and fiance Brittany Matthews celebrated their first child's first birthday on Sunday, Feb 20th. My red heart emoji turns one today. The NFL star wrote on Instagram, Daddy loves you. Patrick shared several adorable pics of the now toddler, including one of her sitting on a carpet in a onesie that reads, My daddy plays football better than your daddy. Another pic shows the proud dad sitting in a pool with his baby girl. Brittany, 26, shared her own Instagram trivia to Sterling. 
including a video montage of the child set to Martina McBride's In My Daughter's Eyes. My stir is one. I can't believe it, she wrote. You, my sweet girl, deserve the world. Your daddy and I love you more and more every day. We cannot wait to see where this life takes you and all the things you will conquer. Hashtag stirs world. Speaking of birthdays, happy birthday today to Abby Yarrow Citron, the first U.S. president, George Washington, James Hong, the late TV, the late reality star Steve Irwin, who would have been 60 years old today, the crocodile hunter, which is what he was known as, sadly passed after being stabbed by a freak accident in, but, my mistake, the crocodile hunter sadly passed after being stabbed by a stingray in a freak accident in September 2006. Actress Julie Walters, who played Mrs. Weasley in the Harry Potter films, stage actress Leia Solanga, today also marks the debuts for 2019's How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, and Run the Race, 2002's Queen of the Damned, and the 2012 Los Angeles premiere of Disney's John Carter, which opened March 9, 2012. My mistake. The 2012 Los Angeles premiere of Disney's John Carter, which opened March 9, 2012, and became one of history's biggest box office bombs. To rephrase a certain catching canto term, we don't talk about Carter. No, no, no. Yesterday marked what would have been the late Alan Rickman's 76th birthday. Time for flashback fun. This week's topics, both the animated films, come requested from Cassie Laughlin of Hyannis and Cassie Steinbrook, also of Hyannis. Miss Laughlin's requested film, Walt Disney's animated musical fantasy, Pinocchio, has an anniversary tomorrow. The film, based on Carlo Coldoldi's 1883 Italian kids novel, The Adventures of Pinocchio, and starring Cliff Edwards, Dickie Jones, Kristen Rubb, Walter Carlett, and Charles Jodos, taught viewers how to give a little whistle and let your conscience be your guide, and how to wish upon a star on February 23rd, 1940. That's exactly 72 years ago. Disney's second full-length feature animated film after 1937 successful Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which I will be talking about sometime in the next year, told of the titular living puppet, who, along with the help of his cricket conscience, must prove himself worthy to become a real boy. According to its Wikipedia page, Pinocchio was a groundbreaking achievement in the area of effects animation, giving realistic movement to vehicles, machinery, and natural elements such as rain, lightning, smoke, shadows, and water. Although it became the first animated feature to win a competitive Academy Award, winning two for Best Music Original Score and for Best Music Original Song for When You Wish Upon a Star, it was initially a box office bomb, mainly due to World War II cutting off the European and Asian markets overseas. It eventually made a profit into its 1945 reissue and is considered one of the greatest animated films ever made, 
with a 100% rating on the website Rotten Tomatoes. The film and characters are still prevalent in popular culture, featuring at various Disney parks and in other forms of entertainment. It will be getting two different remakes this year. The live-action computer-animated musical fantasy remake directed by Robert Zemeckis and starring Tom Hanks, Luke Evans, Cynthia Erivo, along with Benjamin Evans Ainsworth, Keegan-Michael Key, and Joseph Gordon-Levin in voiceover parts will come to life on Disney Plus this fall. Its stop-motion musical fantasy remake, Gumero del Toro's Pinocchio, arrives on Netflix in December 2022. Del Toro's animated feature film directorial debut stars the voices of Gregory Mann, Christoph Waltz, Tilda Swinton, Ewan McGregor, David Bradley, Kate Blanchett, and Ron and John Turrito. Did you know that When You Wish Upon a Star went on to become the official Disney song? And this was one of the first Disney movies available on DVD and is also Carol Burnett's favorite Disney film. Now, Miss Steinberg is a lot, requests is a lot younger than Pinocchio. To be honest, it's about to turn just 15 years old. The July 27, 2007 animated comedy, The Simpsons Movie, based on the long-running Fox animated sitcom of the same name, still running today. Don't! This film stars the regular cast of Yearly Split, Smith, Dan Castellaneta, Juvie Kavanaugh, Nancy Cartwright, Joe Ma- Montenegro, Rusty Terrell, Harry Shear, Hank Azaria, and Albert Brooks, and includes tons of throwbacks to earlier seasons. The film follows Homer Simpson, who irresponsibly pollutes Springfield Lake, causing the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, to trap the town under a gigantic last dome. After he and his family escape, they are called fugitives by the head of the EPA, Russell Cargill. The Simpsons movie ended up eating, oh, 536.4 million donuts worldwide becoming the highest-grossing ever film based on an animated TV series, 2007's highest earner, and the second highest-grossing traditionally animated film behind Walt Disney Animation Studios' The Lion King. Isla Fisher, Aaron Brockovich Ellis, Minnie Driver, and Kelsey Grammer all recorded lines for the films, but their their roles ended up getting cut. And a major plot is that Homer is adamant about moving the family to Alaska. Appropriately, there's a real city in Alaska called Homer. Coming up on Thursday's show, (laughs) did you miss me? Tyler Perry, Medea's, returns for a second Netflix film. The Foo Fighters must deal with a supernatural entity in their first non-documentary film. And we go back to Northern Ireland in 1969, for this week's Best Picture Contender Spotlight. All this and more on Thursday's show, so be sure to tune in Thursday to 90.7 WKKL at 2 p.m. Cape Cod time, or you can find it online at WKKL-FM. You can also find the Facebook Live Breaks on Midday Movie Madness's Facebook page and Anchor Podcast that day as well. 
Until then, my loyal listeners, stay safe and watch lots of movies and DVDs. Bye.